up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Get it. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladies. So uh y'all ready for this showdown? We we got the um just get on up in here because we we ain't got a lot of time to waste and him and Hine and all that because we got a lot to talk about when it comes to this gray area tonight, right? So first of all, I want to say congratulations to the Black Girl Book Club podcast on reaching 3,000 members today. Oh my God, every week it's like... 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. Every week when we come on, we celebrating another 1,000 people in the group. So, so we have 3,000. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. Thank you for joining. Thank you for telling people about us. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations, because we a family up in here. So... The more of us it is, the more, you know, people we have to connect with. Our network gets bigger. We have more readers to talk to. Diverse readers. Yes. So it's a win for everybody. So congratulations. Please continue to share us with the world. It's crazy. I'm so happy. Um. Yeah, it's crazy, the growth that's happening right now. But we are excited and we are happy and we thank all of you and we're excited for everybody involved. Because so we are all the Black Girl Book Club podcast. That's right. It's all us. And so the next thing is tonight, we are going to do the drawing for the camo jacket for the um, Black Girl Book Club podcast community. And we're going to do it at the end because we want to give some more people a chance to get in the group. So I am going to pop the link for you to join the community off of Facebook. This is a community off of Facebook. If you haven't heard me talk about it, um, it's a video in here that's going to um, like tell you what the group is and what it's about and all that good stuff and everything. So go watch that. But I'm going to pop it in the um, comments and go join so that you can be entered to win the bomb ass black girls who book um <laughs> jacket so i'm popping in the comments and that's it so tonight we are talking about in the gray by what's your Dick name girl I'm, i was i was so i'm shaquana and i am patrice and we are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. Hey. hey. Okay, y'all. So tonight we are talking about In the Grave by BB Reed. <laughs> y'all. Okay, so first of all, how? Yes, baby, go to uh, Facebook. Uh-uh, she said she needs to see you. She said, I got to go to Facebook because I need to see Patrice when she's talking about this. <laughs> but, um, so tell me how y'all feeling when y'all first start reading. Well, I ain't going to go into the book just yet. Just tell me just off rip. First of all, it was a lot of conversation around this book. 
So it was a lot of conversation around this book. That's why I ended up reading it. Because I'm like, I don't want to know what the hell is going on. I want to know why everybody's jaws is dropping and all these wows. And I can't believe this type stuff. I want to know what's going on. That got it was everybody- hard for me to start. I started because of all of the wows, but the cover didn't get me. But the book is in the gray, so it should be a gray cover. But I was just like, oh, this cover, I don't know. I don't know. But whew. I've been following her on TikTok and she actually has an alternate cover that's very dope. Mm. Very, very dope. So if you guys get a chance, go look at that. She may have it on Instagram. I can't remember. But um, yeah, go and um, check that out. But we hearing all this stuff about the book, everybody like tripping and everything. So when you first start reading, what are you looking for? Because for some reason for me, I'm looking for ghosts and goblins. I don't know. I'm thinking dark romance, people getting locked in the basement. Um, I don't I'm know. I'm thinking somebody in the dungeon getting tired. Look, okay, seriously. I'm thinking somebody is like being held captive and they kidnap her. You know, like they, they didn't been kidnapped, but they didn't fell in love with them and all of that kind of, that's what I'm thinking. And it's, then I'm like, so they talking about all of the brothers. I'm like, is they all going to screw this girl? <laughs> right so like i'm like Bob, i'm on i'm on some wild shit i thought she was gonna be locked in the dungeon they was gonna be you know like kind of what patrice said so that's what i'm thinking so that's what i'm looking for i'm hyped when i first started reading so <laughs> um so the book starts with atlas i like and her name she is i like her name too she's at a diner right she getting some food well actually she ain't got no money for no food no so she's outside of the diner and before she goes to the diner she's just outside just staring okay over at the and so when she gets to the town the book is very descriptive in the beginning because it tells us about where she's at and and like the the building that she sees and everything that's around her she describes that but she's standing there she's just mesmerized because it feels like it's a pool to this town it's a pool to that building that she's looking at and when she's over there when she's looking somebody in the building sees her looking at them and that's when she knows she's got to you know stop so she's a smart girl so then she goes into the diner and she ain't got no money okay so she ain't got no money the diner the girl who um the waitress can sense that she don't have no money because she just asked for like a glass of water so she's being rude to her she goes in you know um she like okay i'm bringing your water right so while she's sitting there getting waiting on her water to got no when she was outside watching outside of the diner she sees golden and she sees this man, he has dreadlocks. Do we have dreadlocks? He has this golden skin and the sun is just shining on him. Am I right, Patrice? Yeah. Okay, so the sun is just shining on him and she says, that's one of the kings. She said, I found the first king. I found the first king. Yes, yes, this we read. So she like, I found the first king, right? So she looking at him. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, king i'm trying to i'm still trying to figure out what the hell is going on but, i think uh, they brothers that they literally blood brothers but yeah so she find one of the kings then she go inside to get food because they see they catch her i mean he catches her watching so she goes inside and asks for some water and i think she wants to kind of like still keep watching but she can't just be out there like she was 
because right. I think she knows that these guys are powerful and they're not somebody that you play with. Right. So they so give she, her a booth to sit in and the, the waitress gives her a booth and, and basically throw the water at her. And I'm just like, have a... I thought Golden and Alice was going to get into it too. That's why the book was so good because like everything you thinking, you not are know. You like, like Golden needs a story? Everybody is saying Golden needs a story. So if somebody send this to D, um, BB Reed and tell her that everybody in our group chats Oh my God, that chat was on fire today, y'all. <laughs> I had to get out of there. Everybody in the group chat is saying that Golden needs a story. Golden, Golden needs a book. Reach out to her. But yes, I was thinking the same thing. I thought Golden and Alice was going to be together. So Golden, the guy that she saw outside while she was standing outside the diner, ends up coming in the diner with this chocolate brother, this fine chocolate man. And she says to herself, there's another king there's another so king now she got two kings we don't know who the hell these kings are why she calling them kings what's going on with kings none of that we just know it's some kings so she like i found the other king right so to give y'all a little bit of backstory on atlas she just lost her father recently so she's in mourning right not only did she lose her father but her mother then checked out because the father died. So, so it's she, almost she lost like, both of her parents. Like she lost her father to death and she feels like she's losing her mother to grieving. Right. And she is a young girl. We ain't gonna say how old she is just yet, but she's a young girl, teenager, basically. And because of all this grieving that she's doing, because of everything that she has going on with her, she decides that some, no, someone sends her a letter, a random person, a stranger she doesn't know, sends her some note that says, I need, you've been lied to. I need you to find out the truth. And you need to look, go to the pride of Kings. Right. So they're in Mississippi. And, and you will find your truth right you'll find your truth and so she goes there to find her truth so in walks i want to say that this is so what the kings two of the kings come in to eat i want to say that that was um gold rock. and rock and mm -hmm. they come in and the girl basically who threw the water at her told her you got to get up this they see and mm -hmm. but they came in there because of her because golden saw her watching them and golden immediately his antennas go up around this girl and so they come in there to check her out. But Golden, of course, does not say much. And so they told the waitress, like, chill out, Tina, Trina, whatever her name is. She can sit down. We're going we gonna to sit down and, and, and chop it up with her. So they sit down with her and they can see that she's hungry. And so they order her some food and they order some food or whatever. But the table she's at is their table. So they order some food and they eat. And um, some kind of way they start talking about, um, she asks, were they hiring? She asked where they, she, before they came in, that was it. She, before they came in, she asked where they hiring. So they had gave her uh, um, an application and she had put it in her back pocket. So this is what saved her because they was like, why was you outside looking at, her, you know, looking over there? And, if, and then he pulled his gun out and had it like under the table. And she was just like, oh my gosh. She was like, I was looking because I needed a job or whatever. And I, she was like, and see, I got the application and all of that kind of stuff. And they was like, oh, okay. So I'm just rushing it. I'm, I'm just care. So then they, okay, so they, so they, she eats with them. So and basically like, Patrice is saying, I'll be taking too long. <laughs> really 9, 14. 
Come on. It's 914. Come so on. they say they so anyway, I think Rock ends up hiring her because because Golden don't talk much. So the thing he is they talk her, at all. He don't he talk at all. He don't talk much. He is um not mute, but um, what is it? Selective muteness. It's not it's a word for it. it's a term that they use in the book. It's, I don't remember that. But he don't, he only talks to certain people. Like he does not say anything. But go ahead, Patrice. I'm going to let, go ahead, girl. Do so they give her a start. No, Rock gives her a start date or whatever. But Rock tells her when she comes, don't come in a building until I get there. Don't come in a building until I get there. So she's going to start the next day or next week or whatever. So she comes and so when they get to when they get there to the, the Pride of Kings where they work at, it's a shop. They do repairs and all that kind of stuff. It's a car wash hooked to it. So when she so she's supposed to start, Rowdy comes in. Rowdy is his name described what? Okay. So leave the diner. She go back to her motel. Now she had a home. Her mama was jacked up. Her daddy had died, but she had a home. Now she's staying at the whole house, basically at the motel. Okay. She's staying at the hourly rate motel. Right. Okay. So she's staying at the hourly rate hotel. She has to walk to work. So she is late for work on her first day. Okay. So, but Rowdy, he's introduced to us. He's in the um shop. And a client comes. No, Rock told her to stay outside. Not okay, I get in. that part, but you you skipping something. So Rowdy is in the shop, and he is um he hears a commotion at the front with the receptionist. A client is like tripping. He upset. Mm -hmm. He mad. He's like, y'all took too long to fix my car. Y'all better give me my motherfucking car, and I ain't paying y'all nothing. So the, the customer is out there acting irate. And so Rowdy, because he rowdy, he likes to get rowdy. He usually try to stay away from it. And he was trying not to go out there, but the dude was getting extra loud and crazy. So he ends up going out there. And the guy saying to him, like, you better give me my motherfucking car. I'm not paying for it. It took y'all too long to fix it. So Rowdy like, all right, let me holler at you outside real quick because he didn't want to cause a commotion in but the rowdy is pissed too because the new receptionist haven't came he haven't met her he knows she coming but she haven't showed up yet so he pissed about that but go ahead okay he right. about that boom so this is our introduction to him our introduction to her was she ain't got no mom and no daddy she ain't got no money she's struggling she's here to get to meet these kings and get this job okay that's atlas story so rowdy's story is he meeting this man around back so he can talk to him about this car all right well we thinking he gonna talk to him about the car but he ends up taking him around back and beating his ass <laughs> did he kill him <laughs> no he didn't kill him but he beat, he beat his ass though he beat his ass so like patrice said rock told atlas to wait outside so she is wait all i'm thinking i'm thinking ghostly so i'm thinking she's in this small little town standing on the side of the road waiting for rock to come get her rock is one of the kings so rowdy is out here beating this man as beating him to a pulp and this is what she walk up on her first day on the job at the um pride of kings that's the name of the shop and so she's just standing there watching so I'm already thinking she off at this point. I'm thinking she she a little bit, you know, a little crazy herself. So she walk up on Rowdy beating a man up. And he looks at her 
and he immediately falls in love with her. He falls in love. It's like a like they pull together like instant. But not only like he when he see her, I feel like he fall in love with her and his dick get hard. Everything happens. Soon as he see, am I lying? He was like, oh, okay. And now he was just out here beating this man up though. So you and know he sees he, her and she and he fall in love. Out there. So she watching this whole thing go down. She not running. She not scared. She just watching what's going on. So he goes and he gets her. He lead a man her bloody on the ground. He go and get her. And he like, basically, I'm in love with you. You coming with me. Now, he this was, is how the book was about to take a turn for me. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Because he was going to, look, he was going to fuck her. He was Girl, like, I was like, oh, hell no. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read this. this she was like, no. I'm like, this is too rough. I'm like, I'm all for a man who's a little choke. I'm like, but this too rough for me. <laughs> like, now, mind you, she looked young as hell. She looked as and young he as said hell. she looked young, but 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 he but by then he knows that she works there and he knows that she's young. He was like, Man, I shouldn't be messing with nobody who work here. But she said, like, in order to work there, she gotta be grown. So she said she was 19. He said, because you look, you look like a kid. She was uh -uh, like, no. uh -uh, uh -uh. she said he she didn't say how old she was yet, right? So literally, y'all. He grabbed this girl by her arm and he like, I'm, we finna fuck. This is exactly right. what this man said to her. And she I, was like, behind no, the dumpster. She, she was like, no, we not. We not finna do nothing. And he grabbed her. He's taking her to the dumpster. She he was, was like, like, I know you want this dick. <laughs> and I think she did a little bit, but not like that. But she was like, wait a minute, I'm 14. He let her go like she was a disease. Right, because he was like, how old are you? You look young as hell. So she didn't tell him at first. So then when he started dragging her, she was like, I'm 14. And he was like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't know. I'm still like, you was finna rape her. So you still fucked up to me, whether she was 14 You was gonna not. take it. So my first thought of Rowdy is he is a rapist. And I'm not feeling him at all. Like I'm, I'm like, like, are you? I mean, you raping every woman that come in there? So yeah, that that. So at first, so that gets me because I like I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna be might be too tough for me. But then I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen? But Rock Rock comes up and he like, this is our new, you know, this you know, let let leave her alone. She come in and she still say she want to work there. Now how about when that happened? I hear my horror voice, you know. So I don't want to work there no more. She was like, okay. And he was, and so then he finds out she 19. He was like, you know what? You ain't get the no, dick, but you gonna was, get it. He was like, you fired. <laughs> he was like, this is our new reception. <laughs> and Rowdy was like, she fired because she 14. <laughs> <laughs> she was fired on the first day. And Rock was like, no. And then she was like, I'm not 14. I'm 19. I just told you that. So you wouldn't take me behind. So you wouldn't the rape me. Right. Behind the dumpster. Like, you lying. And so she pulls out her ID and shows her ID that she's 19. So Rowdy is just all, uh, not you was just going to sexually assault her. Then you're going to fire her because you couldn't sexually assault her. And then when she took out her ID, he memorized everything. So she's 19 and Rock like, we need her. You can't do this. Oh, no, no, no. She was like, I need this job. 
She was like, I need this job. I'm down and out on my luck, yada, yada, yada. So Rock was finna get ready to say you can't. Because I don't, I don't have no place to go because you know what? They they back up each other's stuff. So the thing was, like, he, I didn't feel like Rock was going to necessarily stop him from doing whatever he was going to do to her. Like, it seemed like they let Rowdy do Rowdy. I was like, and then oh. if they have to kill her, they just they was like, well, get everybody out of here just in case they like just in case he kill her. At first, I was like, okay, I'm not getting the dark yet. But then after that, like, isn't it when nighttime, night night up in this motherfucker? <laughs> so, what are y'all first impressions of the king? So you have um Golden, the first one she saw, he has selective um mutinism. Uh, so he don't talk, but he 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 seemed like he fine to me. I don't know. How I would want, y'all I feel? want his story. How would y'all feel if y'all man just didn't say nothing? But that's what I think. If he gets a book, ain't nobody <laughs> gonna understand him but his woman. All right, all right. But anyway, Shaquana. Okay, you got him. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. You got him. You got Rock. Rock is like the more calm one. He like the kind of fun loving. And he because he's, he's, he's got a daughter, he's a parent, so he is a more of a responsible. He might have got softened by his that. time, right? And then you got Rowdy, and this nigga's crazy, basically. 100%. That's the only way to say it. And so then the other have- one you haven't met yet, he stays locked up in his office. That's Joran. But right. when Joran comes out and he when he does see her, he's immediately just disgusted by her. But it's not like he just irritated, period. But they every time he's always got a woman up in his office and he's married, but he's got a woman up in his office. He's always screwing and all of that kind of stuff. But, but anybody but his wife. So Okay, she, so she, some things that was throwing me. I know you trying to rush me along. But no, no, no. Go ahead. So some things that was throwing me was when Golden saw her, he said something to the effect of she's back. She's back. I was confused. And I think I'm still confused by that. What did y'all and, get from that? I was trying to figure that out and I was just like okay she's back so here's what I was thinking I thought she had died and came back I thought they had did something to her like a couple years ago and then because she's trying to find these kings so I felt like her body had been reincarnated with this young girl and she was coming back to haunt them and at this point, we don't, she hasn't said why she's there. Well, she doesn't know why she's there. She right. just noticed she's got a letter that told her to, to find her way there. So she's really just mourning, heartbroken, and just looking for a place. And she found this place in some kind of way. She looked up in there and she works there. Right. And so during her, what was the other thing? Was it something else that you said that threw you besides that? that he said um she's back and then somebody was like does she look familiar so i'm just thinking she just came back from the dead but and golden was clear he wouldn't talk to her but he would say to them like why is she here Mm. he kept saying like you know he wanted to know like why is she what did you come here for like he knows that she's there for a reason but golden you learn later on kind of know stuff anyway this should have been say a lot, but he knows his Halloween book because I was getting ooh, 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 at this point. So anyway, so boom, that's how everybody meet each other. So she's working at this repair shop. Her boss is still sexually harassing her every chance. First of all, he's an asshole, so he mean. But then but he keep telling her, "I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you." He, he eye fucking her every time. He look at her. 
he can't not touch. I mean, it's just like a lot going on. So you got the workplace romance. Okay, no, 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 no. This is a big thing we ain't said yet. He's 36. Mm. And she's 19. I thought okay. he was a little older than that, but yeah, okay. Let us know so, about right with the age. So what's so, the age difference here? Um, okay. But anyway, so I I know I feel like he's double her age. So around 36 sounds about right. Uh, I think it was he's 30. 40. Debbie said he's 35. 35. Okay, he's so, 35. Her first day working there is kind of stressful or whatever. And so she finds out about some party that's going on her first day. So she starts, I feel like she starts on a Friday. So the day. Yeah, she starts on a Friday. I don't know why she started on a Friday, but anyway, so she goes to, so she's supposed to work the next day, which is a Saturday, which will be a half a day. So she goes to a party and she meets people at this party, whatever, she must get drunk and she goes home with this woman. Her name is Rue. 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 I feel like her name was Rue. She goes home with Rue and she wakes up the next day. She's hung over and like, what the heck? She in the bed, butt booty naked. And Ruby booty naked, and Rue come. You know, I'm thinking it's Rue gang, so they in the bed, and, and but she didn't, she didn't have sex with her. I think she played with her a little bit or whatever. But she woke up, and it was just like, and I, I'm so I'm thinking, what is wrong with this girl? Because you still work at this place, and this dude was gonna rape you. You didn't came home, you didn't got drunk. So I'm kind of thinking about her. I'm like, Atlas is, you know what. What is going on? And you know what? And she got vitiligo too. We didn't even talk about that, but they don't even make it like that's a major thing. Oh, it is a major thing because she has this star. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is because she's star. got, she yeah, she's got a, a, a star, a constellation on her face like of Leo. So anyway, right. so she does have that or whatever. And I think Rowdy is drawn to that too. So she's with this girl and then she realizes like, oh my goodness, I'm supposed to be at work. She missed a whole day of work. She missed a whole day of work. <laughs> this is her second day. This is her second. She should have got fired. This is her second day. And so she goes. So, so they was like, he's, she said, look, you already late. Shop closed. You didn't miss the whole day of work. She goes in there and meets her twin sister, Remedy. That's the thing about her too. Remedy is not deaf. She's deaf. So she's signing. But Remedy falls in love with her too, not sexually, but because Remedy, like she would say, Remedy missed you, Remedy this. And I'm like, she met this girl one time and they got to, like everybody just drawn to Atlas. It must be this. So she meets them or whatever. And, and so her and Rue become friends. They become friends or whatever. And it's like, almost like um, best friends. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so she gets herself down there to the shop. And it's, of course, the shop is closed. And I feel like Rowdy is there. He wasn't there yet. I don't think she saw him until um she went back to work, like Monday. The next day or whatever. Or when she went when she goes back to work, he like he should have he should have fired her, but he wants her around. He wants her around because he's attracted to her and it's driving him crazy. He got other well, How y'all feeling about him being 35? I'm sorry, Patrice. How y'all feeling about him being 35, harassing her basically and her being 19? Go ahead, Patrice. I'm sorry. All right. So she, so, so he, so he starts punishing her. Everything she do wrong, he starts to punish her. So I'm jumping to the part where he got her downstairs in the basement, stacking up 
boxes. Wait a minute, by this time they didn't have sex, haven't they? No, no, they haven't had sex yet. Actually, they don't have sex right away. He eat her out down there. That's what I think he fingers her and he eats her out. Mm-hmm. And she, but she already, when she's around, because he came down there to bring her something to eat, but she had stole one of his waters and stuff because she's going up into his office and stuff. So they're finding reasons to be around her, be around each other. So do you want to like move this along or? Hold on. We can't really. Okay, go ahead, Shaquana. Okay, so yeah, I'm feeling details. like she got maybe like Stockholm Syndrome a little <laughs> because she's drawn to this man who is, you know, first of all, their first encounter would have traumatized me, but he being mean to her, he going off on her every chance he get, and it's like she's drawn to that, right? So some, okay, so move, okay, I'm moving along a little bit. So they, he does what he does to her in the cellar or whatever, right? So then they, he, he really likes her. He doesn't just want to sleep with her. He really like wants to be her man, basically. And he don't know how to do that because I want to say that she was leaving work one night and okay, so they had a party. They had a welcome party for her. And they was like, what is this party for? They was like, well, this is a welcome party for you. You just started. So we having a welcome party. So they invite people that the DJ don't show up. Her friend Rue come to DJ and all of this kind of stuff. But anyway, not getting into big details about this party, but at the end of the, like he had his girl come there kind of to get her jealous. So he got this, she got his girlfriend, but she's somebody that he schools from time to time. And so he sat up there in her face messing with this woman the whole time. And so- Atlas is pissed off when it's time to go they you know she goes outside in her car I think he bust her windows out or he did he, he bust the windows out of her car he, was he stabbed her tires out. and all of that so that means she need a ride he wanted her to need a ride but she's like fuck you you didn't play it in her face all day you've been downstairs eating me out for breakfast lunch and dinner then lick me from the rooter to the tutor then you're gonna sit up here and 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 and, and flaunt her in my face right F you, I walk. Y'all know what this case? I know what this Negro did. Listen, I need BB King to, I mean BB Reed to talk to me because, ma'am, where where was your head at? Okay, so she's walking home. He left with the girl. They was like, Rob, I'm not Rowdy. Rock said you gonna give her a ride. He's like, fuck her. So him and the girl leave. So next thing you know, she walking down the she walking down the street. And it's like, um, it reminds me, it made me think of the movie with, with, with Tupac and Janet Jackson when she got out the mail truck and she was walking down the street and she, and he was, she was like, fuck you, fuck you. So he comes up behind her. He puts a, a, a bag over her. First of all, I know first she's getting spooky because the lights just come on and she sees somebody following her. So she kind of getting a little scared. Why are you walking around at night like this? But, you know, like down this road, this dark road. And she live in a sketchy neighborhood. I don't know why she, she said she didn't want no ride from nobody. This dude gets out the car, throws a blanket over her or a pillowcase and put her in the trunk. <laughs> so now she kidnapped y'all. <laughs> it sounds like we talking about a comedy. This is not a comedy. This, this dude puts her in his trunk. So she terrified. You know, the kind of terror you gotta be and 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 so I'm scared for her. I'm like, oh my god, they didn't let this girl get kidnapped or whatever. 
So he take her, I want to say, do he take her to like his house or whatever? What is he? I think he take her to his home. He take her home and then she find out it's him. I'm like, how is she not angry out her mind? Are you quitting at this point or are you still trying to find out? Because the person who sent her the note is like, I need you to find out this information. You need to find out this truth. This is going to be your truth. You need this information, right? So, but with all this going on, you know what? I'm just going to go back home to my mama who losing her mind. At least I got a bedroom. Okay. I'm done but with But she stays. And I want to say that she goes into his house. Um, and he keeps telling, you know, he ends up telling her, like, I want to, like, we're going to kick it, but I'm not your man. You're not my girl, but we're going to kick it but I don't want you fucking nobody else. 35. He 35 whole years old. Grandpa, get away from grown me. man. He got his grown man weight on him and everything. And he's six, six. He a grown man. So he, and, and, and I'm, I know I'm missing some parts or whatever, like, but he, okay. But I'm feeling like a lot of people was like feeling him. Yeah. I was liking him at this point. I'm not liking him. Like I don't well, like he, him. You know what? And he would choke her. He would choke her from time to time, just like choke her out when they get into it. But she was doing little stuff to him too, to, to mess with him. Like she, what did she do in his, in his, uh, she put like something on the floor, made him fall in his office and all of that kind of stuff. But I want to say the first time that they have sex, where were they? Were they at his house? Nobody. Oh. Come on. So, Patrice, okay, so let me tell y'all what he done. So this thing is they like to get them to, he know he want her, but he don't want to admit it. So the thing is she living in the sleazy motel, the sleazy bucket in, right? He goes, he has somebody go to the sleazy bucket in and break into her place. And so when he, cause he took, he tried to take her out to dinner. He don't know how to go on no date. He didn't took her to top golf. And then I don't know why, but he had another woman sit on his lap, got her jealous. And she's got this jealous thing about her. When she gets when she gets upset, she blacks out. She dang near tried to kill everybody at Top Golf. Tried to kill him. He and he felt bad because he's like, I didn't know that I pushed you that far. But anyway, he said, Let me take you home. She was like, I'm not going. Anyway, they he ended up taking her home. So he take her to the house and take her to the motel, and it's been broken into. And he was like, You know what? That's it. You are going home with me? Just grab as much stuff as you can. And so she's like, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, this ain't safe. But she thinking when they, when she go to his house the next day, she going to go back home. But to come to find out, he the one who, he, he did that so that she wouldn't have no place to go. So that she have to come and stay with him. It's been like a month, a couple of weeks. <laughs> and so now she's staying at his house. Now she he didn't even tasted it. Now look, he didn't tasted it, and then now now it's time. And from what I understand, I feel like he's a Joan Vassar type of guy, like a, you know, like he's he lost. So managed. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all this. Don't don't judge me. That's what I liked about Rowdy. I, he was crazy. Okay, but he was managed. Like he was nasty, saying all kind of nasty, crazy stuff to this little girl and all that kind of stuff. If she was older, I would have been into it. But I'm still on the fence about him being 35. But go ahead, Patrice. 
so they they do end up having sex and he like he a slut you out type of guy he a slut you out type of guy and i want to say that he don't use condoms with her doing they was they was raw dogging it and i mean like they was the but, but and then of course in every book that, every book that we read it's always like i never had sex with you know i never had sex without a condom until her okay so of course he he gets her and the first time that he take her he take her easy he take her easy but the next time he is the next big. time he was like you know that first one was for you the second one and you know what he had this thing about he would he would fuck her let me just be frank and and he would he would make she squirt it too she didn't know that she could do that but he would fuck her and then he would eat her out and then they would kiss <laughs> I ain't judging nobody I'm like that's just a lot <laughs> that's just a, that's just a lot he was nasty he was manly he was nasty and he was a nasty one okay I, and I myself have not experienced someone who <laughs> wants to clean the plate after they dirtied it he was nasty he but was then nasty. they would they would kiss he was and then the, the kisses would be like to the lung like he would like be in her chest with his tongue just and he always did it he always did it but <laughs> she said i was her for it baby this book had us all <laughs> she so, out here so okay so shaquana go ahead okay so they in a relationship now basically she's staying at his house you know they going back and forth they fighting they fucking all this and that right he buying her everything that she wants okay so she has this picture with the four kings and a woman on it okay so this is where the mystery is coming in so she found the four kings rowdy rock um golden and jern and now she's trying to figure out who this woman is because she's trying to find out what this person is trying to get her to find out. So she's looking for the woman now. So she's trying to find this woman. So Jaren has this wife, Jada, okay? So Jada ends up coming on the scene later in the book, like past 50% or so, right? And Atlas, even though she's pleasant, she's nice to her. She getting a vibe from her, like it's some about when Jada. Jada life. ended up coming into the shop. She don't come into the shop that often. Mm -hmm. But when she came in, when she saw Atlas, she was just like, and when she they touched or shook hands, and it made Atlas. She felt like she was got shot, and so mm. it was almost like the same not not the same as when she met rowdy but there's definitely was a like a like it's something here mm -hmm. it's something here it's like they they got these soul ties in this book but yeah so it was mm -hmm. definitely something there and they and she could feel it but jada looked at her and it was just like it was like something like you could tell that jada felt a way i wasn't gonna say didn't like her but she felt a way Mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. her 
Right. So some things happen. They have a few interactions with each other, her and Jada. And Jada ends up coming to the shop. She kept trying to get her alone when she would see her out. Yeah, they, see, I think they met at the party. They met at the party. Okay, and then um, Rowdy was like, leave her the fuck alone. Like, why is you tripping with her? We not knowing that it's some other stuff going on in the background. But Rowdy like, leave her alone. Don't talk to her. This is my girl. Like, he's very protective of Atlas and all this stuff, daddy. And so he like, you know, leave her alone. But Jada keep trying to like get at her. And, and she so wanted to take time. her to lunch and stuff. But Jada, right. but Jada still treating her funky the same way somebody mentioned in the chat. Um, Candy said that like the way that Joran treats her is the way that Jada treats her. She treated her like kind of like shit, but she still wants to get her alone. And she she sent like Jada came and she was like she wanted to take her take her to lunch. And she sent a, a, a SOS, like a, a help text to, to Rowdy. And Rowdy came and, but then there's another thing, like you like, Rowdy is like, okay, why Rowdy thinking she might be messing with her for another reason. Right. That's what I'm saying. We don't yeah, know so for another reason what the deal is. So Rowdy gets there and he was like, y'all, no, I'll leave her alone. I'm going to take her, I'm going to take her to lunch. Like leave her alone. Quit fucking with her. Right. So then Jada ends up saying, okay, we right on time. It's 843, baby, because we about to get into the thick of this, okay? So Jada like, okay, since you won't let me talk to her, I need to talk to you. She sir. And she came to the house. And this is when the shit hits the fan, okay? So all the while, I'm finna slow walk this just a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, my jaw ain't dry. I mean, Rowdy, he on some other stuff, but you know, I done read some books with some wild niggas in them or whatever. So I'm like, okay, the book is good. It's a good book, but I ain't, it ain't, you know, all this like wild. Everybody been saying all of this. Oh my God. Right? So I'm like, you know, okay, I'm in there. So little Miss Jada come on the scene and she about to shake the table, okay? So she's, okay, so Rowdy is in love with atlas at this point and atlas is 19 so she in love with him too okay he's buying her things she's staying at his house he is fucking the shit out of her like literally like bang 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 okay all the time they is getting it in all right so they fighting and stuff like that but they they locked in they locked in at this point so they kind of in love with each other they've been having sex all this and that right so jada comes in now we didn't see her from her for most of the book. So she didn't have like a big part of this book. So I'm like, what is her angle? So she comes in, she like, all right, Rowdy, you won't let me talk to her. Let me talk to you. So she like, okay, we need to talk. She tells this man, remember when I went to my grand, uh, went away for the summer, one summer or a year, she was gone for a whole year. She didn't say that first. She didn't say that first. She started, it was just a big, like he was like, go on, get the fuck away from here. And then she blurted out, blurted out what it was. And then they walked through it, I thought. Oh, okay. Maybe she's like, you fucking your daughter. Remember she's oh, oh okay. Okay. So 25, she quarreled. So she you can't you can't just blurt that out. So she like remembered. Remember, I went to stay with my auntie for the summer when we were 15. And he was like, yeah. She was like, I was pregnant. 
when I went to go and stay with my aunt when I was 15. And he like, what the fuck they got to do with me? He was like, and? And, right? Boom. She was like, we was fucking around that time. Now, mind you, her and Joran been together this whole time since they were teenagers. So her and Rowdy ain't had no business having sex with each other because that was his best friend, right? So she was like, we was, you know, fucking around back then or whatever and i was pregnant and she was, he, he was like how he's like how you pregnant like he was like so and he was like you know we we used a condom or right. whatever he's like we used a condom she said well you remember it broke but she said she was barely having sex with juran and you know i used condoms with him because of how promiscuous he was and he was like oh and so he was like so what is you telling me all of this for right she said i had a baby right and she gave the baby up for an adoption. And he was like, what the hell is you talking about? Come on. See, she ain't blurted out. She was like, I gave the baby up for adoption. He was like, okay, what are you saying? She was like, the baby had a sore on the side of her face. That little girl is the, Atlas is the baby and the baby might be yours. When I tell y'all my fucking head opened up and some smoke was coming out when she said that, now that that was it and he looked at the picture and he was sick and it's it's literally the the stars that she got that surrounds her eyes and he look at it and he's sick i was like oh my god like right so all of this revelation so she he been going behind his best friend's back sleeping with his girl come to find out they've been sleeping with each other this whole entire the whole time, time. he the whole never, time he never and so the, the and that's so he ends up like he go in the house or whatever and he like he just sick i want to say him and alex was supposed to alex were supposed to spend the day together but they did it. And so when he come home, he come home late. He don't, he lay on the couch and she just like, what's going on? Been drinking. And he starts pushing her away. Mm-hmm. He starts just pushing her away, which is the safest thing to do. But, and he not looking at like, how are we going to solve this? But he don't want her gone, but he don't, but he still, he feel away because it's like, I'm, I'm my woman's daddy. What, yeah. Shaquana? Uh, somebody on Instagram was like, "Baby, that plot twist was something. That plot twist was a twist. that plot twist was something. It was so, twist. So, so the thing is, he gets up. So they going to work. He stops talking to her for like two weeks. And one day when he come home, he treating her like shit. And she was like, "Look, I do have some pride about myself. So one day when he came home, she was gone. And he was like, "She left me. My baby left me. And he still want her. He still want her. She's in school and stuff, so she's not." But he don't, he, he, it's like, he love her. Like, like, right, like right before she said that could be your daughter, that was his woman. And that was his, like his soul tie type of woman. Like I ain't never loved nobody before. I ain't never took nobody to home to meet my parents. I ain't never had nobody that I called a girlfriend. I ain't never loved nobody other than my mama. It's just this 19 year old girl. And she wasn't even almost 20. She was all the way 19. 
I was like, oh my God, this is twisted. But baby, so, I was invested at this point. I was, I was invested. I was like, uh-uh, and I got to see what's happening. So she goes and she moves in with, I think the girl Tina or Trina or whatever. She's living with her. And that surprised oh, Rowdy or whatever. No. No, she oh, didn't move in with Ruth. Yeah, she didn't move in with Ruth. She moved. He was, it surprised her who she went and stayed with. Um, the girl who worked in the shop or whatever. But um, so I'm trying to think what happened. Y'all want to know about the girl who worked in the shop. She got a little story in her. Y'all gonna have to read the book, but go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, they so eventually, so okay, so he they find he finds this out. She still doesn't know for a while. She's wondering why he's treating her different and all of this stuff or whatever. She don't know what's going on. So eventually she left, but he kind of needs to talk to her. He's sick now. He's sick because she's not there. And he tells her the story, like, I might be your daddy. <laughs> or whatever and she was like oh my god but this is not though this not the wow factor okay the fact that they both know that they may be parent child that's not the wow factor the wow factor is even after they know this they still want each other they still okay? want each other a lot still seeing her she ended up coming back to his house and so she said she he begged her he was like look come back home come back home and she was like but no we can't she said he said we he said i know how to control myself he don't but he said i know how to control myself come back home you can have a bedroom i'll take the couch but i just want you to come back home so the first day she come back home like she didn't slept she didn't got a good night's sleep she sleeps in one of them wife beaters and you know how those wife beaters are when, when you got titties and all that kind of stuff and then one slip out and one and then it's in the back it's over and so she come in the kitchen he and there eating some cereal she coming in like that nipples hard ass cheeks out then she lifts up and she don't even know he looking like he was like atlas no he was doing? like that thing is and, no 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 she was like yeah that thing was singing and he and so she and she said you know you're not supposed to look at me like this i'm like girl you didn't came in there naked. I'm messed up, y'all. I'm messed up. And so he looking at her like he wanted her, but this, but at this point, he's leaning. They don't want him to be the dad, but they was like the condom broke with him and and um and Jada, but she always used the one with him. So it's kind of like in his mind, like this is my daughter. This is my daughter. At, and I'm still in love with her. At so, this point, I'm conflicted because I'm feeling like Kevin Gates at this point. Like they already did it. <laughs> you know what and that's that's the thing was and so he was she was like we already did it but he was like but we'll know so anyway so let me tell you let me speed it up it's 9 52 so she was like so he she knows the whole story she know that jada is possibly her mother so she didn't got these tests and she want to go swab she wanted like they want they need to go get a swab from her because she ain't just giving it to them and so they go to her house and her and rue go to Jada's house and Jada wasn't there but she walked up but anyway so she was like I need to I need to swab you Jada was like why would I do that and so she looked at Rue Rue loves Atlas and so Rue say the hard way she said the hard way and she, she bum rushed her and they basically like knocked her down held her down and they got the swab well, mm -hmm. in the meantime, the brothers all pull up because they didn't got a notice that she was being attacked. And so they come up 
And then that's when all everything break loose because only people know what's going on, which I feel like Golden probably knew everything. Mm. And so that's when it comes out. Um, they have to end up explaining. Uh, she she told Rowdy, not Rowdy, yeah, she told Rowdy, like, you need to explain. He was like, the only reason I'm doing this is because my girl told me to. He said, because I don't give a fuck. And he was like, he told, and then he told Jordan, he said, your wife, when she left and went down south or whatever, she was pregnant. We had sex at that Valentine's Day at the V party. And he was like, what? He tried to attack him. He was just, and, and they looked at him like, why you say it like that? And he, so he let that cat out the bag. And he said, and she had a baby, she was pregnant and all of that kind of stuff. And then he was like, well, where's the baby at? And then he pulled a gun on, he was first, he was ready to attack Rowdy, ready, ready to attack Rowdy. But then he's ready to attack Jade. He's like, I, where's my baby? Where's the baby at or whatever? But it ain't really no baby, this baby grown. And so finally they, they tussing or whatever. She was like, there go your baby right there. And everybody, you can hear a pin drop. And everybody just looks at her. And at that point, it's about to make her break down is too much. And so she, she leans into Rowdy and he's holding her and he's protecting her. And then he picks her up bridal style. And he was like, I'm, and then he was like, let me talk to her. Jordan is like, let me talk to her. He was like, no, not today. He was like, when you, you he said, you keep the same energy that you've been having. You've been mm. treated like shit. Keep that same energy. When she so the thing with Jordan and Jada too is he's been one. They don't have no kids. They've been together all their lives. They in their thirties now. They don't have no kids. He's been wanting a child, and, and she, she hasn't had one. She kept his baby from him. It's like, you kept a baby from me. Like, are you freaking serious? He was like, all of y'all get out. And she's like, even me after all you did and all of this kind of stuff. And he was like, get out. And that's when Roddy said he realized, because Roddy looked at it like she, he didn't love his wife because he was, he never stopped fucking her up until like the day before he was fucking her up until the day before he met Atlas. Once mm -hmm. he met Atlas, he stopped messing with everybody. So he takes Atlas home and she's upset, right? So he, she's so upset that he gives her a bath. He, he bathes her. He don't know if this is his daughter. Let me go down in my seat. Let me get down in my seat like this. I so he, he bathes her, but he, he don't bathe her with sexual, like anything. He bathes her because she is in a state of shock. She's upset. She's hurt. And he bathes her. And then he pins her hair up the way she does. And she puts her scarf, the scarf on her and everything. And he puts her in the bed. And she was like, would you stay with me? And he was like, yeah, I'll stay with you. So they get in they the had been sleeping in separate beds. Since they found out that she is possibly his daughter, which they kind of thinking I'm, you know, so they get in the bed. And so he was like, he noticed when she get in the bed, she didn't put on her panties. And he was like, okay. He's like, I ain't going to say nothing. So he get in the bed and she like climbs up in his arms so they could watch a scary movie. So you know what we do when we, when we young and we want to watch a scary movie, we want to do that so we could cling to you, right? So he, uh, so she was, he was like, he could smell her arousal, number one. And number two, her, 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 her pussy was dripping. <laughs> so he, he was just like, he said, Atlas, what you doing? And she hunches, he like, what? He said, we can't do this. She was like, why can't? It was, so right now she's feeling like, she wants him 
to prove that he still loves her and would do anything for her because she feels like when she found out that that's possibly like you might be my daddy that she felt like she lost everything she lost her mom because her mom basically lost her mind she lost her daddy and she got him and now this is being taken away but you telling me you still love me but I need you to prove it and he says we can't she said why not we already did it before he was like we could do it and she was like you don't want me he was like I want you I want you more than anything he said but if we do this we both gonna feel bad in the morning she said no I won't he said I won't so he reaches over to the nightstand and get her phone he was like he she was like almost in a panic like it was it, it she was like in a panic like i need you right now she was saying like oh, she so she's actually be to kind of heal her from what she's going through with everything she's found out so she like in a panic it, it ain't so, just a sexual i need you to reassure me i need you to, and you know what some good dick will from somebody you love will balance you she needs to be balanced she needs some stability and so she's she needs him to hold her she needs him to make love to her and to make her feel like everything is still right in the world. Because right now she feel like she losing everything. Right. So he reaches over and get her phone. He got her cold. And he, and he, he was like, I got to help her. I got to help her in some way. She needs He got to help her. And so he reaches over and call, you know, do SOS. Um, I need He's help. going over because you're going to have to slow walk this. We're not rushing through this. Go ahead, Patrice. Y'all want me to slow walk it? <laughs> <laughs> so. So, um, so she, so, so he dials, he, he sends out a SOS. And so SOS, y'all know that means I need help. And we don't know what the SOS is, who it's to, but next thing you know, somebody's knocking on the door. He ran out of the room, like 40 going north. And she was just like, dang, he couldn't wait to get away from me. So now she's in the bed, hot, bothered, horny, and she's feeling abandoned. He don't want me. And she feels just horrible. She just want him to, to love her. He go downstairs and she hear the talking. She hear him talking, but she can't hear the other person. So the next thing you know, Rue comes upstairs. And she was like, what are you doing here? You better get out of here before Rowdy get here. Because they be beat her and Rowdy because there's some sexual tension between Atlas and Rue right it's some sexual tension there remember she woke up in her bed and they kind of messed around ruin, a little bit ruin, yeah rule wanted her right so it's some sexual tension there rowdy knew this right from their interactions and him and rule kind of would bicker back and forth because he knew that she wanted his woman so she like you know what are you doing here why would he call you okay and that's what you know what and that and what how i she what i realized woman wasn't gay she, she just wanted, wanted Atlas. Now that's a more powerful thing. That's like, really, that ain't just like, okay, get money, get bitches. No, she wants her. Right. So anyway, so they up in the room and she said, he know I'm up here. He died, he, you know, he gone. She was like, but what if he hit? She was like, he, he gone. He know I'm up here. He sent me up here. And she said, let me make it better. Let me make it better. And so they, so she, um, she kisses her and she gives her a, a molly. She gives her a molly and it loosens it loosens her up. And so they kiss, they touch, and all of that. And um, and she takes her shirt off and all of that. And she's kissing her nipples. And 
um, she she's getting her going and she's still thinking about him, but she's thinking about this feels so damn good. And then she puts her up on a dresser and she proceeds to eat her out, right? And it feels good. And, and it's to the point where the dresser is hitting the wall, right? It's hitting the wall, just all of them and the noises and all of that. And it's like Ruin is enjoying it so much that she's about to come herself from giving Atlas pleasure because she really cares about Atlas. She really, I think she loves Atlas, but Atlas finally stopped, has her stop. But she has- she feel bad because she feel like she's cheating on Rowdy, the man who might be her, dad. her daddy. She feels like that she's cheating on Rowdy. So she's stopping me. She's like, you know what? I'm going to go find my man. So she goes downstairs and she's naked looking for him. She been in the corner and he's sitting in the chair. And I read this part slow. He's sitting in the chair. He got his brown liquor right beside him. His head is down. She said his heart was on the floor and his arms was on his thighs. Oh. He's just looking down because, because he is listening to them upstairs and that's why i said that 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 the uh that the dresser was hitting a wall and they they you know she's screaming she expressive and he was she was like you still here and he was like yeah and he was like you know basically like why you come down here you know and he was like because i want you i, I want i want you i don't want nobody else he said it didn't sound like it to me and he she and she said i didn't you know he said did you come and she said no and so in the meantime, Ruin comes downstairs. Ruin comes downstairs. And so at this point, he say, come here, baby, and have her sit in his lap. This is her dad. So I guess he's trying to help her through this. He's trying to, he want to give his baby what she want. He want to help her through this. And so she sits on him and she is naked, right? And he tell, he said, Ruin, you know, take off your clothes. Mm -mm, mm -mm. He wasn't the one to initiate this. It was um the girl. No, 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 no. he didn't. No. Atlas didn't. Atlas ends up taking over. But Rowdy is like, we got to get her there. Okay. Because she, okay, she ain't okay. came yet. Okay. Well, we I got, got a question for the audience. Who was into this? Speak now or forever hold your peace. We're not going to judge you. Cause I'm like, I'm twisted at this point. I'm like, I don't know if I want this man to fuck her daddy. If I don't want her daddy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> it was too much going it, on. Yeah, I'm telling you this, but y'all know how they say you want, how Jody said, um, he's like, you want some daddy dick. I'm like, she literally get some daddy dick. <laughs> okay, Patrice, come on. So Rowdy asked um ruin where is she going and she was like he was like no you ain't finished and she he was like take off your clothes and so he he has so he's in the chair and he has only sweatpants on his shirt is off and he has atlas sit in his lap and so as as ruin starts to take her clothes off she she takes off her shirt she don't have on no bra and both of her nipples are pierced and when both of them saw that um atlas took a deep breath and rowdy's dick got really hard and she was like, oh, you like it, what you see? He said, she looked good. He said, he said, hell yeah. He said, but not as good as you. She said, good boy. He was like, chill out with that shit. <laughs> He's still being forceful. So anyway, she takes her all of her clothes off. And he said, he wants her to, to eat her. And she said, no. She said, I want her to get up here. And they both kind of, 
kind of don't like each other. They're like Atlas is the common thread between them. So she says, I want you to sit up here. Because and and so and she felt one in his pocket and he had a condom. She said, Yeah, this nigga, he think he's slick. But anyway, he had a condom in his pocket. And so uh, she gives it to ruin or whatever. And so she gets in his lap. And, and but before, you know, they like that's supposed to be her daddy. Before when he told her to eat her out, he started massaging her breasts and nipples and stuff. And it was just like, okay, daddy. <laughs> so he he she tells her friend to get up in his lap. She said, put this condom on him. So she put it on him. And he excited and it feels good. And she goes to sit in his lap and she sat down on him. And she, and, and Atlas mind, she said, I hope she could take them all in because I know I've been fucking this nigga for months and I still walk funny from time to time. So remind, mind you, Ruin is feeling Atlas. She not gay. Like she loves who she loves. So she sit in and she take him all the way in, but Atlas is sitting on the floor watching because she wants to see him feed into her. That's what he said. That's what she said. She wanted to see her eat him just to go down. But then she sat all the way down and took all of it. And <laughs> don't you do that to me, Shaquana. <laughs> and so she asked her, she said, she, she asked him, you know, how she said, do it feel good? He was like, hell yeah, it feel good. He's like, it don't feel better than you, but it feel good. And then she told her that, like to start getting it. And so at this time, Atlas is on the floor and she's fingering herself. And so she was looking at him and she said, she noticed that when he's having sex with Ruin, that he's not the way he is with her. He's not feeling all over her body. He's not, you know, saying nothing to her in her ear. He's not caressing her. She said, this is just a, a means to an end. She said, but then, and so she's fingering herself and she's getting excited watching it and and, and Ruin is, an enjoy, is enjoying it. She said, you didn't tell me he was a big boy like this. And so, so they going at it and she said, then he starts to get into it. He starts like fucking her in earnest is the exact word she used. And he told Atlas, he said, don't you fucking come. She was like, well, he, she said, he said, you better not fucking come. Cause he noticed that she was getting close. So he started going hard, making sure that Ruin was getting hers. And he brought her to an orgasm. And when she came, she was spit and just was laid out on him. And told and so he told her to he basically picked her up and threw her on the couch and she said fuck you right and then he looked down this this might be her daddy he looked down at Atlas <laughs> and he said he said come here baby and she was like what she said I thought she he said come here and he picked her up and sat her on his dick and fucked the shit out of her <laughs> oh my God. He, he said, but what about what we said? He said, fuck all that. Y'all. He said, oh fuck all that. It don't matter. This was too much. It was too much for me. It was too much. I was like, had my hand over one eye. I was reading with one eye. I'm like, this ain't right, but it's kind of right. I don't know. So, so he, they, he, 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 so he's having sex with her and he brings her to an orgasm. And they, so they, and no, 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 no. He don't bring her to an orgasm. They end up on the floor and she end up on top of him and she's riding him. 
And then, and then she comes to her mind. She was like, oh my God, I forgot that Ruin is here. She's probably judging us. But when she looked up at Ruin, she didn't see anything but that her friend loved her and cared for her. And Ruin was fingering herself because it was so hot, right? It was so hot. So, 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 so wait a minute. So, so then this ain't it. So then. Y'all better come out to this community because this might be Facebook last straw right here. Go ahead. <laughs> So then she, she's, she, so she looks and she sees her friend doing that and her friend is okay. But then the green eyed jealousy monster comes out and she looked and she started getting jealous, but she turned her head before Ruin could see that she was getting jealous. So now she's coming down off the ecstasy or the Molly, right? And so she's still riding him and she stopped and he said, what the fuck? And she said, I got to pee. He said, man, right now she said, I got to go pee. Oh my god and he was like all right hurry up man so he so she climbs off of him and he's still hard and he was like waiting on her to go but she climbs up to his chest and he like what you like is she going he opened his eyes and she starts to pee <laughs> she peed on him and he's his first thought was what the fuck like, what the fuck? Is she peeing on me? And he said he was torn. He was like, for her to do something like that, he was like, he realized she was marking his territory. So he was torn between being turned on by it. And this is daughter, possibly. He's torn between being turned on by it or slapping the shit out of her. And so when she gets done, she looks at him and he look at her and he said, yeah. And she, y'all know what she said? Yeah. And he put her back on his dick. <laughs> and then, then they told Ruin to get out. Yeah, and look, in the show, we ain't even gonna tell y'all this her daddy or not. Y'all gonna have to go read. <laughs> 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 we ain't even gonna tell y'all this her daddy or not. Y'all got to go read the book. So they said, forget it. We just gonna live. You, my woman, and I'm your man, and I'm gonna take care of you. And they went after that. They had swabbed each other, right, for the DNA test. And she was like, send it off. You know, I need you to send that off. I need you to do that. Now, after she's already fucked them, I mean, like, what you need the DNA test for at this point? And they not using no condoms. So, long story short, I ain't going to do y'all like that. So, um, they sent the test in, DNA test. Her mother is sick. She has um, sickle cell. Is that right? Yeah, and they end up going down to her mother's house now um atlas has this teacher that she had been connecting with throughout the book i knew it was something with the teacher but i wasn't sure the teacher ends up being the person who sent her to this town to find her parents she was adopted her mother her father who passed and the mother had who had went crazy were her adoptive parents okay and so then um he not the daddy rowdy not the daddy y'all it was jern and Jay i need it because because you know what 
the sex scene, I couldn't get the sex scene. It was just, it was all a bit much for me. I, I was just like them at that point. I was like, they go together real bad at this point. Daddy, daughter, whatever they are. <laughs> yeah. I was just glad that they wasn't daughter. And because like when they got the test back, like I was like, what was going to happen if that was his daughter? Because she didn't want to, she wasn't strong enough to let him go. It was a lot of things that happened throughout the book, in the book, at the end of the book that we haven't discussed just yet. Go read it so that you can get the full story, baby. And Patrice, she did that sex scene justice, but you got to read it for yourself to really get the heat. Like if you want to feel the fire, <laughs> that sounds well, I'm going like to tell you, my fire went out when she peed. <laughs> <laughs> That extinguished any embers that was burning in my she mind. said, no, nah, that pee pee. <laughs> pee on me if you want to. I will fuck you up. <laughs> no. Okay, y'all. So that is the end. This is one for the books, y'all. This is, a, this is one for the books. Go read In the Gray by B.B. Reed. Thank you for writing this book so that we can have something to talk about. My phone just died. I was going to do the drawing for the jacket uh, while we were on here, but my phone died. I got to let it charge up because I'm doing the spin the wheel thing. Um, so as soon as it charged, I'm going to do it and I'll put the video because I'll um, record it. Put the video in the group and announce the winner. Congratulations to everyone. Next week, we are talking about Finally Famous. That's a little bit less intense than Ooh. this. A lot of people have already read it. So Finally Famous by Lady Nisha. We cannot let Lady Nisha go. It's like, we cannot talk about another Lady Nisha book, but we do. We got we to. Because you know what? We needed something funny and light. And this this book is good. No, but it actually is not necessarily light, but the comedy make it lighter. But yeah. if I haven't read that, coming off of this, y'all, if y'all haven't read it, go read it because... Yeah, go read In the Gray, y'all. Go yeah. read In the Gray. We talked about it. We have a lot of spoilers, but you got to read the book to get everything in detail because it's a lot that we weren't able to get in in this one show. So yes, go read it. But thank you for everybody who commented, who joined us tonight. Instagram was popping. Thank y'all. Um, congratulations on 3000. Woo, woo. The Pocklera Book Club podcast is up but we'll talk to y'all next week Bye -bye. it's the black girl book club podcast the black girl book club podcast hey, hey. <laughs>